Hi, I'm Ryan, and I'm playing Amar the Fighter. I'm JD. I'm playing Kila the Beastmaster. Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm playing Sanagar, the Witch. And I'm Zach, your Dungeon Master for this session, and this is ChimeraCast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. Feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ChimeraCast. J.D., you had goal-posted wanting to know something that Ilric desires, right? Something. Read off the move, if you would. Yeah, so there's a move called Guidance um, that I have now taken as an advanced move. One at a time, the GM will tell you something each of your packmates desire. When the packmate gets it, increase one of their stats by one. So I'm going to kind of flip this one around. Ilric's favorite food. I don't think this is any run-of-the-mill thing. It's something that tickles him. It might even be made up. But there's two questions. One, what is it? And two, what makes it a real pain in the neck to get? Okay. I'm going to say honeycombs, comma, bees. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. He loves that sweet, succulent, sticky honey. Yeah. Probably likes dissolving the comb, too. Yeah, oh, he, eats, yeah. he eats the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally. It's a very pleasurable experience for him. When we last left off, things had come to a fever pitch. Amar had slain Ramza in their traditional combative rite. He had, in a sense, taken charge of the Tusk of Sorrow. After that, Sanagar had, cost, had casted Thaumaturgy by blending his blood with Amar's and inscribing on the floor to Frothgar and we took that as meaning that this army would march to the fjords in the north instead of marching east towards Pesh. I imagine the scene is a little bit set. Kila is making her way downstairs quickly. Amar, I imagine you're leaving unless you want to do anything. The Sanagar is wrapping this up. Can I search Ramza's body? Yeah, of course. You won't really find much under her robes. You'll find her big long sword that mm -hmm. uh, is scattered to the side. She has nothing on her person, really. Okay. Is this sword anything, like, particularly special? Nope, just a big long sword. She used it and kicked ass with it. Okay. Then I guess I have some questions about the way this spell works. More to the point, like, what kind of mind control is it? Mm -hmm. Like, is it that... Obviously, it's not like the brain-dead kind, because I don't... I mean think either of us would think that's very interesting what are you what were you thinking how this would work i guess open to more open to suggestion a particular suggestion is how i thought about it okay okay so i'm it's like susceptible to you like incepted me basically that was kind of how we we had talked about it a little bit though jd actually you suggested doing it in dreams which i didn't i thought would be a little hard to get at no, yeah, I ended up really liking the writing thing instead. So, mm -hmm. uh, I'm I'm picturing like now that it's been like activated. It's like if you write it, I don't think there's any like it's. I don't picture this as the way that like like who's the sleaze ball in uh, Two Towers? That guy uh, who's worm like worm tongue. Yeah, worm tongue is like 
oh, I'm your advisor and I'm whispering in your ear and you, you think it's your idea or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Like the writing thing is like the ritual like that would activate it. So I don't know if it's like susceptibility per se. We had talked a little bit before about it being interesting with Amar having to try to rectify this with himself. How about this? It has replaced your unwavering sense of direction. Interesting. So I think I'm going to Pesh. That's not really what I mean, but I think that you... Th- oh, I, I got you. More in, like, spiritual direction. Yes, you think that that is the direction that Hagesh wants you to go. Gotcha. I think I just go with the army, go give the orders to march, but, like, Kila and... Because I don't really realize that this is happening to me. So, yeah, I'm more interested in what the other two are doing than what I'm doing right now. So I have an initial question, I think, even before that gets maybe exactly determined. So the first, like, order of business is we have to leave this place, right? Yeah, yeah. And so we are we're coming out, and we're trying to go down through the tunnels again. Is that right? That's mm-hmm. how I understood that it? That is what you, yeah, should have. I imagine that's what you'll eventually do. Okay, cool. Because then it's like, well, we have to shuffle a whole population through this area. I think even before we would get official, like, you know, marching orders. Yeah, we have to deal yeah, with the yeah. evacuation. Yeah, right. Exactly. So I would be curious as to just like what's the end of that scene, and then we can get yeah. to the orders. No, part. I was I was just going to have you go downstairs, and that's when we we're gonna activate, kick that off. I was giving you a haven moment up here uh, before we I get you. into I got it. You. Yeah, we're not gonna skip past any of what's happened here. This is all no, I okay right away. Yeah, okay. Then yeah, I don't have okay. Cool. Else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally, totally. Sanagar. Yeah, I do drink a health potion. Cool. Uh, yeah, mark that off your sheet. Drink a health potion. Sanagar, is there anything else you want to do in this room before we move forward? And or Keela. You, I'll go Sanagar, then Keela, because you'll be the first one kind of seeing what's going on downstairs. No, no, go to go to Keela. I drew this I drew this symbol while monologuing. I say go to, to Keela. Awesome. Keela, you're making your way down the stairs. If you recall, these are relatively long. As you start to make your descent, and basically as soon as you get through the hole in the floor and hit the stairs again, where before you were met with like a bustling that you, that echoed throughout the tower. I mean, we've all watched what, like the day after tomorrow and stuff like that, like movies where uh, mass chaos and you hear those crowds starting to go over top of each other. You start to hear the rumblings of a kind of kinetic energy as I will tell the, the audience, news of the death of the Tusk of Sorrow's leader is starting to spread like wildfire. I do not think this will be easy, trying to send all of our people through a crack in the wall. Do you? So he wants to go through the cracks that are forming? Is that? No, no, no. Like, he's calling it a crack in the wall as they pass through the back. Well, not really, but we don't have much of a choice. Can't fight your way through out the main door. I suppose you are right. I just worry it might take too long. Listen, it's that, or we stay here and I'll die anyway. So if it takes too long, it takes too long. But it's a better chance than not doing fuck all. You are indeed correct. Get to the bottom of the stairs. Ani attempts to try and gather peace amongst the people. Task of sorrow. Listen to me. As he tries to like raise his staff and gather the people. And maybe a few stop. But I think even those that get stopped, like get shoulder shoulder checked by others, running back and forth, gathering their belongings. And you're starting to see 
people opening up their little drawn curtains in their alcove homes and the walls, hurriedly trying to climb down, others trying to pack what little they have. Amar? As we come down behind them, Amar sees all the, the chaos and stuff. Your father is a great king, is he not, Senegar? Great and wise and courageous, Amar. How would he deal with this? You Are you referring to the pandemonium? Yeah. Like, down below. Like, how would he deal with the chaos and stuff is what I'm... Okay. That, yeah. that's, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You must take a firm hand with your people, Amar. They require guidance. Give it to them. Yeah, Amar steps up past Ani on the onto this, like, balcony thing, right? And places his, uh, well, he, and he places Lung Terror head down and looks out over his, his people. Loyal followers of Agesh, the time has come to leave your place of hiding and enter the world again. We march to a great war, but first we must escape this situation that the weak leaders who came before me got you into. There is a tunnel leaving this place, but it will require discipline to get through. Uh, Mar points at Keela. She will lead you out from here. Follow her guidance. Half the warriors stay with me. The other half will lead the way through the tunnels. Awesome. Defy danger plus charisma. Falls apart. Ah, no. I'm excited. You have a plus one. Yeah. See, look at it. A seven. <laughs> <laughs> the people do listen to your words. And I think in this panic, they they look for a firm hand to guide them. So they all start getting into line. Half of the soldiers, alongside the people as they're starting to march down into the prayer room and make their way. Keela, I imagine you're on the front leading the way. Yeah, I'm going to spend an adventuring gear to have a torch out, but I assume they have some too. Just... Yeah, that sounds great. It goes on for a little while. You start to see real progress as you're making these these people uh, squeeze into that area. It actually feels like it's moving quickly for, you know, at certain points there's just bottlenecks that, you know, they have to go basically one abreast. I think and then it happens. An explosion from the outside of the walls. And you see the cracks that were formed before reach down and splinter. Part of the wall caves in, right? And you hear these sickly burps and spewing forth of the toad men as they start to climb over the, uh, the collapsed in rocks and gravel. I imagine that it shakes the foundation, right? Kula is definitely aware of something going on upstairs. Yeah, this is this is what's gonna happen. Oh, I will say also, uh, Ani is probably with you if you want to use him as the, right. Yeah, that's cool. exactly what yeah, I figured. Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna turn to him um, and say uh, that one didn't feel good. Keep leading them ahead. I gotta go back and see if things have caved in, and if so, I'll try to uncover it so people can get out. But no matter what, keep going, and then I start pushing back. Uh, like against the crowd, right? Cool, yeah. Uh, Ani nods and moves in quickly. Kila, will you give me a defy danger plus constitution to, like, p- 
push through these people. Uh, I have a better idea. I have a fucking guard. Oh, what do you? You're thinking. You suggest uh, I have a big snail and a big crayfish. They'll just. I think. Yeah. I think they're gonna like push past people for me. Cool. So are you rolling their trick? Or? Um, no. So this is gonna be. Um, you can defy danger. Yeah, with it's your it's defy danger, packmates. When a packmate acts on your behalf despite an imminent threat, roll plus instinct. Uh, I'm just gonna go with Ilric because Garrett is skittish and whatever, and it makes sense. And yeah, Ilric would totally blaze the trap. Yeah, the that's it. Makes sense. Again, Garrett's probably on top of Ilric, like. <laughs> Surf's up. That's a five. Yeah, mark experience. I have maybe a suggestion, but if what you, you have what something you in mind, yeah. maybe. Maybe somewhere along this route, like it's it's cracked open here too, or they've been like sapping underneath the tower or something, and so like there's a like they're breaking out here too. Oh, that sounds that's fucking wonderful. So I probably reach an area where people who are trying to leave are like panicked and are and around this area too, who are like getting attacked by Toadmen. Yeah, totally. So I think you you had been making your way back through. You were probably almost to the lake, like you were getting people to go out through that area, through, right. through to the lake. You made your way past the bowl, back up the stairs, and you were into the prayer room. And then you just see you see that explosion happen, and uh, on the stairwell, like the you know the stairwell, the spiral stairwell goes into the wall. They blew through that, and you see three toad men starting to accost the people with their daggers. They are covered in weird paint and scarification all around their body from head to toe, and they're just like, "Let's let's go back to the two up top." You're seeing you're seeing quite quite a few of these toad men funneling in. Oh fuck, (laughs) Razos boar, keep an eye on the dwarf, and then. Yeah, Amar's going to start going down the steps towards... Yeah. Great. Love it. Yeah, you had half the warriors with you, right? So. Yeah, yeah. Come on, little one. We'll look after you. There's another. There was an explosion originally that shook the main part of the tower, am I understanding correctly? Yeah, and created an opening for these toad men to get at you guys on the main floor as well. So we're being besieged from that direction as well. Mm-hmm. What room are what room are we in currently? Are we still in the the main living area? That yes, you're in the main living area. There are probably still tents and stuff halfway strewn around. But I imagine a lot of them are thrown on the floor as people just rip their tents back and grab their stuff in a hurry to leave. This is chaos in here, isn't it? Yeah, I was definitely picturing everybody's pushing to get down the stairs now exactly, and away from yep. it. But then the people downstairs are, are freaking out, kind of trying yeah. to get up. People are getting trampled. Oh, this, yeah. is, exactly, this is fucking yeah. awful. Yeah. yeah, as if the wall didn't are, like collapsing, didn't already kill a bunch of people. I'm sure. Yeah. As I'm going down the stairs, mm-hmm. I would like to survey my enemies and like see if they're in formation, if there's like a weak point, um, basically something that I can aim for. Yeah, you've got a little bit of a height advantage, and I think you're you're studying the situation. Go for a discern realities. Nice. Uh, that's an eleven. Very fantastic. Um, I also have seeing red. Uh, when you discern realities during combat, you take a plus one. Oh, so that was just a plus. That was twelve then. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that is, I thought, I thought bravo. it gave me like an extra question or something. No, I yeah. think that's a you get that. Uh, later. It's later. Yeah. What here is useful or valuable to me? H- hit me with some other questions. I might be able to hit that one. Oh, okay. Um, I'm sort of torn. Who is really in control here? But with an eye more towards. Uh, like an enemy officer or like... Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think you see running through in the back of the ranks a a toad that is supremely larger than the others with spines coming out of his back and a giant war hammer of a similar ilk to the younger toad uh, that you guys had fought before with the snake. But he has he has like the where where the to- that toad had like small spines. This one has big spines growing out like above its above its eyes as it's like eyebrows and some across the ridge of its back. And he seems to be uh, whopping with a lot of dignified authority. What here is not what it appears to be. Within these regiments of toad soldiers, you'll find some of them have this war paint around them and I think this is what it like really trips your trigger it reminds you of the sort of paintings that were put upon what was your brother's name? Hyongar's chest oh no (laughs) (laughs) is that kind of cool? no no that's really cool It's an oh no because oh they're gonna blow up. Yeah, they go blop. <laughs> Useful or valuable to you is your last question, right? Yeah. I'll give you the give you the information on the two flanking the toad with the hammer. Mm-hmm. You see another toad with like strange saggy skin, almost like covered in moss and like growth and like it almost seems like he's just like a part of the landscape and his skin is like drooping but he carries a kind of weird air and aura about him and then on the other side you see another dignified toad and you see him crack a whip as this smaller ebony crocodile climbs in over the rocks and like opens up its jaw and snaps so yeah that's what you know yeah he probably has no idea what like the actual composition of his own forces are so he is just going to yeah I mean he just bellows his battle cry and charges down the steps and yeah just charge into their formation okay there there are a lot of Toad man. Yeah. Yeah, he's just, you know, swinging long terror. What is he doing, though? Not just swinging like... Give me a little cinema, and then I'll have you roll. Like, I'm, he's making a beeline through them for... I'm not even trying to kill. Like, I'm just trying to get people out of my way so I can close with those three important ones. Okay, cool. Um, So you're, you're just kind of swinging, but they're, they're definitely... I mean, they've all got swords and stuff. Defy danger plus constitution. I mean, you're going through. I mean, I don't even know. Do you have a shield? You just have your regular armor. Yeah, and no, uh, Amar doesn't carry a shield. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to think because this is a big wave. I mean, I like. I was thinking defy plus con. So okay, yeah. cool. Con's what I would have done here. He's getting stabbed. It's just how much. How how much 
the, they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. That is a nine. That's a nine. Cool. Does he get the plus one from discern realities? For what question? Because he's heading for the toad guy. Mm. Right? He's heading directly for him. He's specifically acting on that information. That's a very good point, JD. Are you you're heading for the head honcho? Yeah. Well then Yeah. Why the hell not? Cool, it's a ten. Then it's a ten. <laughs> Awesome. I think you're able to brush through a lot of these people with lung terror. I mean, their their blades just that day were not striking true, right? You're the main character of this story. Uh, it's also like, yeah. I would assume the other warriors are like engaging in this. Yeah, so exactly. That's a whole yeah. thing, right? Yeah, that, so I think, yeah, you're able, you're able to do that with the security of your force following you bravely. The one like Ooh. big difference to me that like this is kind of a situation where no matter what it was like you know you're gonna be slow enough even if you're not taking hits that I would assume that this dude's aware that you're coming for him or whatever right yeah and, yeah you know Kila you've got three of them well good news there's three of us and three of them yeah <laughs> so they're outnumbered <laughs> <laughs> the numbers don't lie I think more than anything we're probably kind of like squaring off realistically right like yeah. They've probably cut down the people around them, um, and it's going to be me in the middle with Garrett on my right and Ilrik on my left. I have my spear out. <laughs> Here's how this is going to go down. Uh, I mean, I've got my spear out, and I'm going to – I'm probably going to, like, be the first to lunge, but then Garrett's going to move with me. I picture Ilrik as, like uh, – well, Garrett's, like, attacking next to me, right? And then I'm picturing Ilrik more as, like, the, like he's acting as the skirmisher, right? And so he's, like – kind of mostly guarding me and not necessarily be acting like aggressively towards this other toad, but just like trying to like play defense to keep him off the quarterback as it were. I think that's how sports uh, work. That, yep. You did it. You All did right. a good job. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we got that composition. So you're going to try and basically thrust actually a spear or what um, are you actually doing? So are, what are these guys all, what are these toads all wielding? They're all wielding curved short swords. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm just going to try to make this a little easier on myself. Uh, I'm going to probably like faint towards this, towards this, uh, this toad man. And then, <laughs> and then uh, as he like reaches out for me, I'm going to try to just cut his arm off. Cool. Just, just hack and slash. Whoa. Oh no. I was laughing because it was so heavy. Yeah, that's a three. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, you you faint to try and draw this toad man in, but the one on the left side just skewers you as you try and like pop back to where you were going. He's he's just gonna cut th cut three and cut you on the arm. Roll a d six. There's a high roll. That's a six. <laughs> no, it was a, it was a five. Okay, still. yeah, still not not the best. Mar, you've made your way through. Sanagar, are you still kind of hanging out, or do you have a plan? Well, I got these two guys on me, right? Yeah, you got two big. You got well, you got one big boy and one snake. So all these toads are just pouring into this area, right? We're getting overrun quickly. Are we? Some in would the say you're getting swamped. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Very good. Am I with my boys? Are we in the back? Is that where we're positioned here, or? Yeah, and I think that Boar is kind of like 
itching to go. It's kind of annoyed that you're just sitting in the back. He's probably going to say something like, Are we just going to wait in the back? Is that your plan? No, I'm just waiting for the, uh... Is there, is there a toad or is there, is there a toad in charge here? And in what way are they given orders? Oh, he knows, but you don't know. Discern realities. Well done, Nathan. Where the fuck are you? It's an 11. All right. Uh, three questions. Who's really in charge here? Yeah, the toad that Amara is making moves towards. The one in the the one with the giant hammer. Cool. Is he and how is he giving orders? If that's if that falls within that, or if I need to ask a separate question. Uh, no, I I think that's fine. He's he's bellowing out and directing with with the war hammer, right? He's like gesturing out. And I kind of misunderstood the scene. I thought Amar had begun moving down. We're all in the prayer room. No, none of none of you are. Akila's the only one in the prayer room. You guys are on the main floor where all of the people yeah. live. And you're slightly above the main floor. Yeah, you're on like a, a small dais. Man, I misunderstood this. So Amar is there. Amar is taking on a fight against the this group of Toadmen on this level. Yes. Yes. Okay. Wow. Misunderstood all of this. You said you were moving toward three Toadmen, and I thought that was the same three Toadmen. No, Downs. he's moving. Gotcha. He's moving towards. We're out of character. The chief, the shaman, and the the fucking the handler master, the main three biggins of this of this battle. Gotcha, gotcha. I yeah, that's just me misreading, misunderstanding this whole thing. What is about to happen? Mm. As soon as Amar tries to head towards the war chief. Oh yeah, the 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 shaman is going to try and burn the fuck out of him with magic. Okay. Yeah, not what it appears to be, I guess. When you survey the dead bodies and you see them leaking out blood, you notice that it's almost like it's being pulled out of their skin and into the ground, flowing freely as if like the organs were still like pumping shit out of out of their like well beyond like they've fallen and they've died. You see like massive amounts of blood still just gurgling down and falling down in the ground. And if you you recall uh, into these some of these holes that are drilled into the floor that Keela noticed when she discerned realities in this room mm-hmm. for others. But you can now see them because that's yeah. Can I hex the taskmaster to talk like Bizarro? You you <laughs> want to you want to make it so that the war chief cannot will basically like not be able to direct his troops because he can't speak properly. I, I want him to speak in poorly defined opposites. Yes. Okay. I was like it's already like toad language. I have a book on toad languages and I probably at least understand the structure yeah, of their, he, of he their has language. specifically okay. said that okay. he has been studying that gotcha. book. And in that case that for that I will definitely allow this. Uh, I like it. Cool. All right. I'm gonna hex this dude. Sounds great to me. That's an eight. Actually, that's a seven. I forgot him. Scarred still. Well, you have the plus one from Discern Realities. Did you take that into account? Oh, so uh, still. Not that it matters. No, no, it it is worth pointing out, though. I or an ally suffers the same effect. The GM will tell you who and how. It's a mar. Oh, no. 
you're trying to throw like you're trying to you know destination magic right from far away. he's not near you and it's not like a clear line of sight you can see over them but it's not like you know a direct like five to ten fifteen ten feet in front of you right it's like 20 30 feet over these people yeah you hit amar amar have you ever gotten uh i'm not sure if anyone else does uh when they're dehydrated and their uh, muscles cramp have you ever gotten that right here below the chin this happens to me sometimes um no yeah, it's i can a, imagine it's what you're talking fucking about nightmare imagine imagine that you can't <clears throat> you're you feel like an insane amount of pain right in that little like glottal space and it like it's your muscle just curling up and when you try and open your mouth it hurts more so you just have to like close your mouth and almost like bite on your tongue until it passes and as it passes and whenever you decide to sing you'll you'll notice that everything has that you're almost intoning Hagesh your battle song if you were singing it which i assume you were because that's what you said yeah you seem to be just singing the exact opposite could you give me like a a script of flavor of what you would be singing and then i i mean or is it my is it just my war song isn't words it's not words okay i didn't know if it was like long drawn out single words Mm -hmm. then you probably just feel this strangeness flood over you and it probably does affect yeah. your voice and your singing for half a second before it like takes its full effect. Cool. If it wasn't clear, it, it did hit Big Daddy still. It did. No, I know. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you see him croak back, uh, and 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 like grab his throat as the same thing happens, and he like darts over to the shaman, who like scans. The horizon of toads, and is is cluing in to who maybe is performing magic. Amar. So this shaman turned to he's like surveying the crowd. He's looking, but he is behind the war chief. They flank the war chief right behind him. Okay, on either side. I'm gonna swing lung terror up at the war chief's face, but it's just a faint. And I'm going to bring it back down around and into his knees. Cool. Hack and slash. I'm going more for the messy and forceful part of this, too. That's a 12. Roll your damage. Oh. Uh, that's just a three. Cool. I think you are able to take lung. Lung tear is messy. Oh, did you take a third thing? Because you no. have versatile, and it's, then it, uh, the huge gives you messy and forceful. Oh, that's nice. So he has versatile, but you have versatile and huge. Is that yep. Thing? yep. Yep. I think you do hear a satisfying crack from his leg that you tried to sweep, but you. S- but he brings his war hammer. He has a long war hammer. Um, he brings it, and he's gonna he's gonna tri- like get back to level ground with you uh, after fucking up the feint. We're gonna go back to Kiwa. All right. So the toad to my right just kind of cut me yep. a little bit. Uh, but hey, Garrett's right there, and this is gonna give him 
the opportunity that he needs to cave this toad's head in. Do it. With a big clobbering. Sweet. Do it. That is an eight. Eight damage. Nice. Blah. Yeah. You cave his head in. Yes. And it goes down. What are you doing, Keela? You got two more on you. Yeah. So I got cut. It wasn't too bad, luckily, because that's, well, part of what Eelric does, basically. And so I'm probably going to just try to uh, undercut this toad in front of me with, like, a low sweep of my spear. Okay, cool. Uh, roll hack and slash. Seven. One damage. Yeah. Eat it. Boom. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. It's still uh, it's still messy, though. So Yeah, I think you're able to cut off one of his legs. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and he starts to tumble over. But now the one on your left, its right, is going to actually attack Eelric and try and stab him in the face. Uh, yeah, what are you wanting from me for this? Uh, Eelric would like to not get stabbed in the face. That seems great. If he has a move, otherwise you might need to protect him. Um, uh, I mean, it'd probably be Defy Danger, which, they, I mean, they can do. It's just plus their instinct. Okay, cool. Yeah, Defy Danger for him to, like, s slurp out of the way. <laughs> for him to slurp away. It, they clunk. scare me sometimes. Yeah, they clunk, man. <laughs> it's like rolling two bricks. That's a 10, though. So. Nice. Awesome. You see Ilric. Uh, Ilric was already in a protective stance of you, able to just slither out of the way as the blade just clinks off his shell again. He's just a professional. total badass. Yeah, I mean, he's his job is protecting. Like, come on. I can protect myself. <laughs> stood in defense of myself for my whole life before I met Keela. <laughs> Let's flash back up. You feel someone. You feel like not just the gaze, but the mind of someone searching for you. Sanagar. Defy danger plus wisdom. That's a five. Ugh. Roll a d10. What if? <laughs> it's not that. Just throwing this out there. Uh, Something else. <laughs> smaller dice. That that, that's legitimately, I was like, it, I wrote it as a D10. Do I make it a D8? Oh! <laughs> the, the deepest and most cutting migraine in the world has nothing on what you feel as you feel like a white-hot knife split down the back of your brain and through your spine. My eyes and nose oh. and ears bleeding. My like, cause I have like those those like really deep etched like rivers running out of my claret eye that I think that blood's just running down. Like my brain's bleeding. Yeah, I mean, it's not great.
<laughs> you know, I, I did. It wasn't until this scene that I imagined him with a bandana, but now, <laughs> now I, I can't get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> just around his head like a Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I just imagine angry, angry Gary with a red bandana. <laughs> no, this is Ilric. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary the, the snail, snail from SpongeBob. Oh, oh yeah, not Garrid. <laughs> I gotcha. Who you came probably also has a bandana. <laughs> you came to the wrong side of the swamp, son. Maybe you should turn them, them froggy legs around. Garrett has just five o'clock shadow. <laughs> Garrett's bandana is a rubber band. It's like somebody tried to put this around my claw once. <laughs> once. <What? laughs> uh, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> oh. Anywho, that's what he does. 